This podcast is brought to you by Laterno University. Laterno University is the Christian polytechnic university in the nation where educators engage students to nurture Christian virtue, develop competency and ingenuity in their professional fields, integrate faith and work, and serve the local and global community. Laterno offers more than 140 undergraduate and graduate degree programs across a range of disciplines and delivery models at Laterno's residential campus in Longview, Texas, and in hybrid and fully online options at centers in the Dallas and Houston areas. Online at letu.edu. That's letu.edu. Hey there, it's producer Michael Miracle here. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast. We are your on-air resource as a workplace believer. And check out our website for tons more I Work For Him resources. We've got blogs and podcasts and reading material and all sorts of fun stuff there. Plus, a link to listen to the live show several times a day. Yep, head to the website. That's IWorkForHim.com. IWorkTheNumberForHim.com. And the listen tab's up there on the top left. Click that, then click the live link, and you can listen to us live every weekday. That's IWorkForHim.com. I work the number for him.com. And now let's go ahead and kick off what we all came here for, hearing more about connecting what we learn on Sunday with what we do in our nine to five. This is the I Work For Him podcast. Hey, welcome to I Work For Him this afternoon as we broadcast you from Owatonna, Minnesota. That's right, Jim. We're south of the Twin Cities, which people hear us talk about all the time. And we are here in Owatonna at this wonderful conference table with some great friends. Drees and Water right here in Owatonna, Minnesota. You can check them out. It's uh, Drees and Water. What's the website, Sherry? Sherry, what's the website? UltraPure.com. UltraPure.com. If you've got a commercial business and you need special water treatment, you need to talk to your local Culligan guy. And if you're in one of 10 or 15 cities around the country, Drees and Water could take care of you. You can check them out online, UltraPure.com. I like that. But that's not why we're here. We're here because of an incredible story. But before we get to that story today, Martha, tell people how they can get a hold of us. Well, um, there are a lot of ways that people can get a hold of us. And today, let's see, what do I want to pick? I want to pick that they can find us on Instagram. So if they are on Instagram, actually any social media, we're on Twitter, Facebook. Um, our website has links to all of those. We're on LinkedIn, you know, because people love to spend time on LinkedIn, right, Jim? I love LinkedIn better than Facebook. <laughs> well, yes, that's because you are a networker by heart. So, but um, yeah, check out ways that you are using social media and connect with us there so you can keep track of shows that come up. A lot of people lately have been saying, I miss the show or I don't know what's going on. And we do post that information. And um, if they're looking for it a different way than what we're posting it, I want to hear from people. Um, I want to make it easy for people to find the shows well and one of the great ways people can get the shows is every day they could get a link that said here's the mm-hmm. show they played yesterday or every week they can get a an every email Friday. with my blog that also which sometimes those are funny blogs sometimes they're i don't know i think they're always incredibly they're awesome great. you write something from your heart yeah. every friday Do something funny so they can go to subscribe the subscribe um icon on our website in order to do that which is i work for him the number four And you can also contact us on the phone, 866-713-9675, 866-713-9675. Give us some feedback. Let us know. Maybe you've got a guest that you think we should interview. 
Connect us to them. We're also, Martha, we have a big time giveaway this month of July. We do. So we're running all... out like we've got one, two more broadcast days after today's show. Fabulous. So people can call in and leave me a uh, message on 866-713-9675. You get two tickets to the Ark Encounter and the Creation Museum in Cincinnati, Ohio, and that area. So um, they call in, leave their information. We'll be having a drawing the end of the month and announce the winner. But we have two sets of those that we are giving away. We'll be drawing that and announcing that. Oh, where will we be? We'll be somewhere in the Midwest. I can't remember, Chicago, but I think it's Chicago. on. If they listen to the spot, it tells it all. Yeah, that's there, right. So. Okay. All right. So if there's one thing Martha and I have seen all across this great nation is God is moving everywhere. From the tops of large corporations to the smallest of family-run businesses and from the CEO to the support person. From the AC repair person to the executive directors of large nonprofits, there isn't a job title or position where God can't use that person to make an impact on the kingdom. I love that. Our Heavenly Father is alive and well, and he loves working from within us to impact the world that he loves around us. He wants to see see his call on our lives and live it out right there where we are. He doesn't want us to think our calling is second tier to a pastor or a missionary. Every one of us is needed desperately in the mission to reach the lost in our hopeless world. So today, we jump into a realm we've not gone before. To boldly go where we've never gone before, Martha. That's what this is. It's almost like a Star Trek episode. Almost like it. But it's a it's a topic that you The world personally of love. race car engines, machine shops, and a lifelong quest to find meaning in the adversity we all face. I love that. We find ourselves in Owatonna, Minnesota with Mark and Sherry Spatinka. That's a name you haven't heard before. How about that one? Can you spell it? Not likely unless you're from Minnesota. We've got them online to share their story. They're actually, we're sitting around a conference table for them to share their story. I can't wait for you to be encouraged by what God has been doing in their lives, Mark and Sherry. Welcome to I Work For Him. Thank Thank you. you. Are you ready for this? Sure. Sure. (laughs) Mark's been excited about this for years. He's been so excited about this. All right. So we sit here 40 miles from the Iowa border. Did you guys both grow up in this area? I did. I've been uh, born and raised in Owatonna all my life. So. Wow. She's she's excellent. Sherry, where are you you from? Well, Twin City area, basically, most of my life. I know had moved around a lot when I was younger. Moved around, but always in Minnesota? Always in Minnesota, yep. Well, that's not so bad. No. As opposed to... awesome. Yeah, that's pretty cool. (laughs) So how did you guys meet then? If you're from Owatonna, never never leave Owatonna, how did the two of you guys meet? (laughs) Well, no, no, you tell the story, Mark. I okay. looked at you. Well, I looked no, at her no, for no. the let answers. Let me tell it. Let yeah. me tell it. It's oh, mine. Sherry it's tells her, it. It's, okay. it's, it's her right. story. Favorite. Was he there? Mark, is that okay? <laughs> yep. Is that okay yep. if she tells the story, Mark? Yep. Okay. Can... Well, I had come to Christian College here in Owatonna, which was Pillsbury. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah. And then I worked at a restaurant downtown, which is just kitty corner from where we're sitting today, and uh, the kitchen. And I loved old trucks. I loved guys in old trucks. Ah. And here comes Mark. They used to cruise the Maine and Oatana for entertainment. And I've seen his red trucks Friday nights. Times. I'm assuming Friday nights are cruising. That was Maine. the biggest night for him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh, seen his truck. And one of the cooks that worked with me is like, I know who that is. Stop for a second. What kind of truck was it? It was a 72 Chevy red pickup. Four by oh. four. Half ton, three quarter ton, or one ton? Uh, three quarter ton. Okay. Yes. Right. I, I she nailed know. it. Did, she did it have? Did it have? So did it have two tone or just single t- monotone? Single. Okay. Single. All right. Seventy two monotone. Oh, it was right. awesome. It was a beautiful truck. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I gotta meet this guy, and we did. We met, 
and I don't know, three days three days after we first met. Yeah. <laughs> this is really bad. I called him up and I'm like, so are we going to go out or what? And he's like, welcome to the world of Sherry, yeah. right? <laughs> well, he was so shy. He was so shy. And he's like, okay. Nope. <laughs> and we've been together yeah. ever since. Oh, How many so. years ago was that? 29. Well, sneaking up on 29. Well, for marriage. but Oh, yeah, 30 overall. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's great. And you still have the red truck. I don't. No. Oh, boy, you'd like but you to probably have, have a picture back again. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Huh? Yeah. yeah, I love that truck. <laughs> so is there anything you want to add to that story then, Mark? Uh, she pretty much, you know, like I said, the the mutual friend that she worked with was my neighbor. Um, grew up mm-hmm. side by side. And, of course, they, we grew up, so she moved away. I moved, you know, had our own place and stuff. And uh, so that's how how we kind of got together that way. And That's mm-hmm. great. Yeah, it was. Uh, so you knew from the beginning that vehicles was going to be a center part of I your uh, relationship. Huh? <laughs> so had you bored out that engine on that? Uh, big, that would have been a big block, a three-quarter nope. ton. That was a small, small block? Small block, 350. It yes, was. And I did. I did. Uh, Some enhancements. Yeah, that in, yeah <laughs> it, was, it was loud and proud. <laughs> straight pipes out the back no, or out the front? Um, or up straight up? No. No? No, just underneath turn downs. Simple. But it. You know what's coming. So, so this is what a shy guy does. He makes it all underneath, right? Yeah, it's not it. like you don't have to scream it. Mm-hmm. I would have liked Jim it. would have had pipes everywhere. I'd had glass flames, with flames and... coming up the back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but instead I drove a Mercury Zephyr. Oh, yeah. that's what my dad let me drive. Because that did not okay, attract so, the girls. <laughs> Mark, you've been self-employed most of that adult, most of your married life then. Pretty much, yeah. We were uh, we started a business. Would it be 26 years? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, prior to that, I worked for Napa in their machine shop for a couple of years, and um, yeah, 19. What was it? 92, Sherry. Yep. It was a big year for us. We had uh, recently married and had, had our daughter, first baby. <laughs> yep. I come home and I said, I just quit my job. We're going to start our own business. <laughs> Sarah was two weeks old, and I was on maternity leave had to write a business plan before I went back to work. All yeah. right. Well, he took good advantage of your, your time off, right? right? So when you had nothing was, else to that do. That was back before the days you guys prayed about things together, so right. this was a slight shock then to Sherry Mark? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I probably should have mentioned something ahead of time. But, uh, but you've been thinking about it for a while because you're, you're, you're not a guy that desires quick change all the time, right? Uh, back there it was relative. Back then it was relatively quick. We had a falling out and at uh, yeah. Napa and... Um, there was, there was other things. There was opportunity there. There was another shop in town that that gentleman was retiring. So I thought, well, if I'm going to make a go at this, I'm going to try it right now. And, um, yeah, I told her and, and uh, we were like, we had a newborn basically. And, and then who knew about that time? My parents started having some major medical issues starting about then. So it got real busy, real fast. Wow. Wow. We are with Sherry and Mark Spatenka. They just have a story that I heard on the street through a very close friend of mine. Oh, yeah, my sister. And she goes, you need to share. This story needs to be heard. And so I reached out to Sherry Spatenka way back in mid-March, mid to late March. And Sherry told me a little bit of the story. And she goes, but we're not ready for an interview yet because we're not sure what the end of the story is. So we sit here now. It's the end of July. And we're hearing it's still not the end of the story, though, Mark, is it? No. But we're going to hear some of that story. Well, why don't we talk now 
How did you guys come to be a follower of Jesus? Sherry, you first. Ladies first. Okay. Um, mine was um, <laughs> emotional. She said you wouldn't do this to me. Um, <laughs> I asked a simple question. <laughs> um, it was a friend who invited me um, to VBS, hmm. and I learned about John 3.16. Um, was this as a child? As a child. Okay. Yeah, third grade, and gave my heart to Jesus, and then really... Um, clung to that faith through some different things going on in the family. And uh, I wouldn't say until probably my early high school years that I actually became a Christ follower mm-hmm. where I actually sought him in everything I was doing. Um, and then, you know, those college years, you kind of fall away. And then, uh, yeah, once we started our business and uh, had children, oh, man, <laughs> Then I really, really sought Christ and, yeah, became a became a true follower. How many kids you guys have? We have just two, two girls. Yeah, just two, just two girls. <laughs> oh, she said. Just, so you you live in a household with three women, Mark? Yes. Wow. Did. Know, well, right, you did. You lived. It, you made it through. I survived. I you did. survived. Yep. Yep. It's an amazing. No thing. bullet holes, but couple scrapes oh there's some there's some emotional years in there yeah mm. yeah you know, um girls are definitely interesting um <laughs> yeah um basically the lone wolf in that in that pack the lone wolf <laughs> so you were sharing at the end of the last segment about um you know a whole bunch of things that happened right at one time in your marriage you know you you left your job you had a brand new baby you're right you're writing a business plan for a new business and Jim, I was thinking of that song that we love that is by Mercy Me that says, Dear Younger Me. Dear oh, you know, yes. and you and you wish, you know, you're like, what would you say to your younger self? You know, and but I love what you just said, that you said that that was a real time of going to prayer. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Mark, that was I'm giving Martha hand signals. She's just looking at me like that. You look like you were like, stop. He's got all five fingers up. Apparently, I was supposed to read something different in that signal. Mark, what about you? When did you come to be a follower um, of Jesus? Actually, from meeting Sherry. Um, I'm an only child. And my folks, um, it's not that they didn't believe in Christ or anything. They just never did anything with it. So mm-hmm. obviously, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we met and... Um, yeah, it, she introduced me, and I didn't, again, being new and being cautious and stuff and being young, um, just baby steps. And I still feel like I'm fairly new in my walk, but um, definitely uh, definitely all in. You know, every day it gets better, and especially going through what we're going to talk about, you know, mm-hmm. there was was a major chapter. So let's, let's start with the uh, – well, let me just ask one more question. So you've been married for almost 29 years, you said. Yep. Sherry, you'd come to Christ as an elementary kid. Mark, you came to Christ because of your interaction with Sherry. Has Christ always been an active part of your marriage relationship? Mm, I'd say it's more. It's always been active, but it's growing every day. It's better. And what's that look like for you? I love it. Yeah, it definitely makes a huge difference in our our marriage. But what's that look like in action? What is having Christ at the center of your marriage? Um. Not sure really what you're like, yeah, praying. I mean, every day, the more you pray, the better it is. Um, and uh, just knowing that um, having faith and having having a sense of peace and that God just give it to him and he'll take care of it. 
What if, and you guys are going to church together? Yes. And are you guys serving in church together? I do. Yeah, we both do. She's. I just got out of um, junior and senior high ministry. Um, she got out of it. They graduated well, yeah. her. <laughs> no, I just <laughs> took. I took a break. It was. It was She's like been in seven junior high ministry for. Wow. You know. Yeah. So it was like seven years with that, and then as soon as I was leaving that, Mark started ushering and yeah. being a part of that discipleship piece, and then um, now I'm just getting back into women's ministries. Just finding. What about small groups? You guys got small groups at your church? We. They're just starting to get ramped up again. So mm-hmm. they kind of were there and kind of went away a little bit. Now all that is coming back. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's a good yeah. thing. So let's start this story as we talk with Mark and Sherry Spatinka here in Owatonna, Minnesota. These guys have a story we want you to hear, and I get a little bit of the background of where do they come from. When I talked to Sherry back in March, she goes, "Jim, we've got we've had a lot going on. Who wants to start the story?" Mark's going to start the story. Mark's yeah. Start so the story. as we mentioned, um, <clears throat> we've owned a business for. Roughly 26 years. And what kind of business was it again? We, we built race car engines mainly. Um, it's a machine shop, so we would do everything from day-to-day passenger car work if need be to truck pulling, a little bit of agricultural stuff, but mainly the racing um, stuff like uh, cars that would race at speed weeks, for instance, um, that type of stuff. So we grew our business um, basically from scratch, um, had We've had two employees for quite some time, one with 20 years and the other with 15 years mm. with us. And uh, so we're kind of a family, you might call it. You get to know for each sure. other pretty well over that period of time. And um, so everything is going along pretty good. We're growing, and we've had, you know, like every business, good years, some years a little bit less, but overall successful. And then uh, one day... I kind of decided we talked before and we were like, you know, I feel something pulling at me. Like I need to be doing something different. I just don't know what it is. Mm-hmm. And I'm talking like five years ago from now. And I thought, well, I'll just kind of keep my eye out for it. And, and there was some tough times that came along in our business. And I was like, you know, maybe we need to do something different, but I just don't have the guts to make the change. And I just need God to help me make that decision or Show me mm-hmm. just blunt, black and white. And then that day came, and it was when our uh, employee of 20 years turned in his time. Cherry, hmm. pick it up from there. Okay, yeah. So, um, yeah, our dear friend uh, turned in his time of 20 years, and, and uh, man, it was hard on us. You felt like it was a death in the family, and it wasn't. Mm-hmm. You know, we're just we're happy for him. We realized he was tired and stressed out and needed to move on. Um, but it was hard thinking of how's Mark going to pick up this extra work? What are we going to do? And it's like, okay, God, <laughs> what, what is next? What are we doing? And, uh, so I kept finding verses for Mark, putting him on his mirror and just be like, God's got this. He's sure. got this. He's got the strength. He's got the power. We don't need to worry about anything. It's okay. It's okay. God's got this. I don't know what it is, but he's got it. And, uh, and when Sherry would say that stuff to you, Mark, how would that make you feel? Oh, comforting, obviously, and and experiencing God's work with my passing of my parents, both parents in 2010. You know, I got to experience His grace there, so I rec- I was able to recognize this too. Um, I'm a guy that needs to have a very obvious sign, and I had it then. The proverbial uh, God two by four. Yep, right over the head, <laughs> and like we had, men- had mentioned, you know, we were kind of 
thinking about trying or doing something different, but I didn't know when or how I was going to mm-hmm. do that. Well, him quitting kind of set things in motion. Sure. Of course, we you know you always plan for that day, but it still hurts when it comes. It's it's a it's a tough day, and it was a tough week or two, mm-hmm. and we prayed about it. Um, pretty low time in our life, even though we were kind of getting what we wanted, but you know you're you're stepping off into an area of unknown. Yeah. Um, definitely time to rely on God to support you. Um, so kind of in this fog, you might call it, um, of losing an employee and maybe obviously really thinking about closing our business. Our neighbor, um, property next to us. I'm going to hang on for a second. So you're in this fog, Sherry, you see Mark in this fog, you see him struggling. How do you deal with it? Well, um, one of course is going to my Bible. And then two was like, we need to pray together as a couple. And a very good friend (laughs) encouraged me, Jim, um, with, you know, are you guys praying together? I'm like, oh, no, we haven't prayed together for a long, long time. And uh, when we come back, we get to hear the rest of this story with Mark and Sherry Spatenka. You listen to I Work Ramp broadcasting from. We're in Owatonna, Minnesota. I was trying to give you some time to talk because I just oh, been. I know it was, that's okay. That's all right. It's a great. Don't get mad at Martha because she doesn't talk as much on the show. Sometimes I just. Why would they oh, get mad at me? Because for people not get talking. because they like you. Well, no, no, then they get mad at me. Oh, okay. Jim, Martha talk. <laughs> yes. So we were Jim. We were talking with our friends Mark and Sherry Spatenka, and really just your God story. And one of the things we're excited about sharing this with our listeners is because. You guys, um, you know, like Jim said at the beginning of the show, we don't, we're not highlighting the website. We're not promoting. We're just telling God's story that he's writing every day in your marriage and in your walk together, um, in your business decisions. And we want to encourage our listeners because they can hear how God has moved in you guys through the hard times and the good mm-hmm. and where he's got you, but recognizing his hand in all that you've been doing. So you were sharing Sherry um, that Jim had challenged you, mm-hmm. you know, are you guys praying together? And right. you said, no. So what did you do about that? Well, so then that morning Mark's mm-hmm. leaving for work and um, seeing my husband broke was yeah. so hard. And so I just grabbed his hands and I said, we need to pray, honey, that, God just walks you through this, and I'm going to be there for you no matter what God puts in front of you. And we did. We started praying every morning, whether it was uh, a good day, a bad day. And, uh, man, it's like instantly, as soon as we started obeying God's command to pray to him, to talk to him, to share with him what's Mm -hmm. on our heart, it wasn't a couple days later that uh, our neighbor walked over and it's like, hey, want to sell a building? <laughs> Mark, pick yeah. it up from there. Yeah, so... Um, You've been like, in this building for how many years? Um, we built it in 04, brand new. So, and Fastnall was our neighbor. And um, like I said, they, they approached us about uh, purchasing the building and the property because they were looking to expand. So the timing with losing an employee, and I'm undecided. Kind of wanted to maybe close our shop anyway with losing him. Um, kind of pushed me a little bit like I needed. Now this was falling together. I mean, it's just seeing God's work was just amazing there. Um, and then, um, you know, we continued to pray and, and think, you know, having that, that big chunk taken care of or behind us. Um, 
we needed to move on to move, you know liquidating the equipment because they weren't buying the business; they were buying just the building. So that's a pretty big uh, undertaking to do. Pretty nervous about that. And along the way, I kind of um, question if we had made the right decision. And in the past, I had you know I told Sherry, I said you know maybe God just needs to. If it was a medical issue for me to close, it would be like hey, I didn't fail. It was a, I had to do this thing. Well, next thing you know, I've got to have back surgery in the middle of this, so my prayer was answered that way too, <laughs> kind of in a strange way, but nonetheless. And uh, yeah, the, the well, okay, the, the, you kind of downplayed that a little bit. <laughs> this is not just any you you prayed very specifically, mm-hmm. Lord. I don't I don't want to feel like a quitter. Right. So maybe if you give me an excuse, and you were doubting whether you were making the right decision, that's yep. what you shared well, with me off the air. And he prayed, God, you need to hit me over the head. And All right. So what happened? Well, answer the prayer. I, I mean, not only did the business and the sale of of it going well, I got the answer of the prayer of, hey, here's a medical issue like you asked for too. But it wasn't your back; it's your neck. But yeah, well, they fix your back through your neck. Right. Uh, yeah. But, it, but it's still serious. They had to go right through your throat mm-hmm. and fix a slip disc that happened in your sleep. In my sleep, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that apparently is a common way this happens, and it comes from stress. So once again, God showing me a sign that you're going, you're, you need to listen. And I was. We were, you know, and I was all in after that. It was... You know, I just want to point out something because you, you know, this I think is a typical male thing because you were saying something that I don't want it to be as though I failed. Mm-hmm. And you made the comment to us off the air. Your business was actually thriving. Like you had right. more business. Yep. Losing an employee actually put you in a, in a crunch because you didn't know how you could handle all that business. Right. So um, I think that's really important because you were just saying, okay, God, what am I supposed to do with this? It right. wasn't that it was, it wasn't obvious. It wasn't like, you know, we're, we're, were failing in the oh, sense of yeah, you an a- economically quite, failing. Right. Quite the uh, yeah, the contrary actually. Right. And and most people say, why didn't you just replace you know the guy that, that was leaving us? And it's it's more complicated than that mm-hmm. for what we do. And to be honest with you, myself, I had enough of that occupation too. It's it's hard on your body. It's we, I, <laughs> lots and lots of hours. I forfeited a lot of family time, and mm. you know. Moving forward with becoming, you know, walk, with my walk with Christ, I wanted to be a home more with Sherry. I forfeited mm-hmm. my kids', you know, games and a lot of their stuff, conferences and stuff, and mm-hmm. I was ready to be done with that lifestyle. You didn't and, miss any of the conferences. The games, maybe you missed something. Conferences are annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to hear about it. But, um, nonetheless, I wanted to change. I knew I wasn't where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I had, like I said, what started it was, there was there's something still today pulling at me, and um, I can't wait to see what it is. But taking the leap of faith, the close right. of a successful business, partially because we lost an employee, but mainly following the, the strings that are being pulled. And, and um, yeah, just it's faith. God. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, um, again, we just want to remind our listeners who we are talking with, and it's Mark and Sherry Spatenka, and we're just sharing their life story, talking about um, your business, your marriage, family life, right here in Owatonna, Minnesota. So, really, you guys went from um, somebody coming and asking you to buy a building that wasn't for sale, losing an employee, mm-hmm. um, 
having that stirring in your heart going, what is, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? I'm just not feeling that I'm where I'm at anymore. God made it clear to you that you weren't supposed to continue in that business because your body can't handle it with the, the, your, your back situation and the surgery that you needed, which was actually my second, which, yeah, you had had a a back surgery before, right? So that's a hard business to be in. Cause you said to us off the air also, you said, you know, I was doubting, you know, had we made the right decisions Mm -hmm. you and you attribute those answers to specific prayers that you prayed, don't you? Yep. And like like I had mentioned, you know, making so it didn't look like I failed or a quitter. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought the medical thing would be kind of an easy out. Well, I, uh, he granted me that too, um, which is nice because sometimes God wants us to learn those tough lessons, and God God let you off on that one. Well, the lesson <laughs> I learned there is, I mean, prayer is for real, and He does answer them. You know, mm-hmm. even. Mm-hmm. You know, so be careful what you wish for. You might get it. <laughs> well, so that still left you with equipment. It still left you with yes. existing customers. It still left you with another employee. Long so, way to so, go. Yep. So what happened in all that? How did you wind it down? Well, the um, the preferable way to get rid of the equipment would be to sell it as a whole, um, kind of as a business um, that they would have to relocate. However, that's pretty rare that that can happen, especially mm-hmm. in this in a machine shop. There's a lot of equipment. It's big, heavy, expensive. Most most shops get dismantled piece by piece over quite some time. I didn't have the time because we had sold the building. They had given me as much time within reason to get it liquidated. Sure. In the end, we had actually two gentlemen that wanted to buy the shop as a whole. And uh, one of them ended up, you know, getting it. So again, answer a prayer there too. It just, mm-hmm. um, you couldn't write it any better as far as things falling into mm. place for us. How'd you help the other employees that you had? How'd you help them find jobs? Um, well, it would be just the one, just the one other yep. guy, fifteen-year guy. Yep, fifteen-year guy, and he he uh, he stayed with us till the end. Um, obviously we have, uh, we're still wrapping up some stuff with him where we got some bonus stuff that, um, we're, we're going to give, you know, work mm-hmm. with him on and, mm-hmm. um, very blessed over the years, even the, the gentleman that quit, you know, I mean, I'm not, we're good. I'm not sore. I'm not mad at him or nothing. I'm, mm-hmm. he just, he was ready to move on just like I was mm-hmm. and, uh, we're family friends for years and years. And well, you can actually say that his actions now were really part of the answer to your it's prayer. It's a blessing. Right? Does he know that? You know, Does he God know that he felt like God was using? Uh, you haven't told him that yet. He might well, hear that after he hears this radio program today. <laughs> well, um, it might be a little bit fresh yet, the whole sure. thing. Um, that that conversation definitely will come up. It will mm-hmm. surface and it will happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I don't know when it'll mm-hmm. It'll happen. Sherry, through all this, you're working another job mm-hmm. that you work here at Drees and Water. You used to be doing all the books for the business. So you're closing out a business. You're working this other job, and you're worrying about your husband. And then he has to have major surgery, and right. he, can't, he can't even lift anything for six weeks after his major surgery. Where are you in all of this story as you have seen God do all these interesting things and, and dotting all the I's and crossing all the T's? Mm, well, again, I love to pray. So I just feel like. I've been on my knees a lot um, and just trying to support Mark um, like I have through the years of our business with him working all those hours and with our kids and uh, just trying to make sure I can help carry my load, get the stuff done for him that he needs so he can close the business, get him the numbers that he needs, and then 
working here at Dreesen Water, I just, you know, it's like we've got a paycheck coming in. I've got our health insurance. God's got this. And I work with an amazing team here. So it's like they've got my back also. So mm. it's like it's been good. Very good. You do have an amazing boss. Don't I? <laughs> <laughs> I do. So talk to me about the, these miracles through all of this. How many people have you been able to share this story with already? Lots. Oh, quite a few, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. we we looked we looked at that question beforehand a little bit, and I'm like, miracle. How, well, break it down. I mean, our our prayers were answered. There's something pulling. I don't know where I'm going to go. It, it's going to go somewhere. But to have everything fall into place like that would be pretty rare, you know, with the, the sale of the building and, and how it... Mm-hmm. Pretty hard to call that a coincidence. Exactly. We call that a godsident. Yep. And I witnessed it firsthand. It happened. It's for real. So... Go ahead, Martha. You know, so I'm just going to put, throw this out there. So one of the things in our conversation, Jim actually gave you a book, um, and we want to highlight that book, and people can call in and get a copy of the book sure. as well, and we'd be happy to s- send it to them. But this book is Halftime by Bob Buford, and we love the ministry of Halftime, and this book just helps people really that are in your kind of situation going, I don't know what's next. Um, it's a switch from success to significance. And we hope that someday people don't need to make that switch, that they understand that all along we should be, you know, working with for significance, not necessarily for the success. But, um, you know, in looking at what is next, we want to encourage our listeners, if this story is intriguing you, to call in to our listener line to get a copy. 866-713-9675. 866-713-9675. Halftime by Bob Buford. Get a copy of this book. I have given away hundreds of copies. You've got to get a copy today. 866-713-9675. So we're here with Mark and Sherry Spatenka, and we're just sharing their God story, really how God has um, worked through them individually together as a couple through their business and their work and um we we just get to to encourage our listeners that um the same kinds of lessons if you're listening and you're asking that they can find the answers to you know mark you mentioned off the air and on the air you felt this tugging you felt this right five years ago like something's changing like the winds mm-hmm. are changing and, and you know the winds are always changing in minnesota everybody yeah. says hey you don't like the weather wait five minutes it changes <laughs> but this has been five years mm-hmm. in five years what have you how when you if you look at mark spatenka five years ago to mark spatenka today what how has he molded you what, what kind of a person are you today that you weren't five years ago um I worry more about the family and and um, the core stuff in in our life. I mean, the business before I was all business, business, you know, trying to grow the business and stuff. And I realized what I was missing. You know, I was missing family time with my my daughters, my wife, and with Christ too. You know, I it would be like, oh, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, and pretty soon that started weighing on me. And I'm like, you know, I got to change. I got to I got to Got to back away from something. Something's got to give, so I have more time for that for them. And so that's kind of I needed to slow down a little bit. Um, so in slowing down, you, I mean, how how do you know when God's leading you and it's not just random situation? Um, what have you seen? Well, I mean. Um, 
I'd have to say, you know, he provided for us all the time, thick and thin. I mean, if 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 I understand what kind of what you're asking me there, um, uh, I when when I didn't follow or if I if I tried to do it my way, mm-hmm. I mean, it was it was a struggle, and finally you give in. And you and you accept him into your heart, and it's, there's such a peace that goes with that. Well, speaking of that, okay, so you, I mean, you talked about how Sherry introduced you to Christ, and, mm-hmm. and and you were Jesus was in the background, but during this whole process over these last four months, you made a decision on Easter Sunday, pretty significant. Nope, nope. I decided to get baptized. Why? Well, it was time for me to show who I was or where I'm going. So, in and, all the years that you'd been, you'd said, "Hey, I." Jesus was, I accepted Jesus' as salvation. Yep. Had you ever really made him Lord, or was that the Lordship nope, day? That's the day. I mean, it was like, why am I Why am I not really hiding this, but why am I not, why am I not showing this mm-hmm. to others? That, mm-hmm. you know, I live for him, and um, it was a big day. It was, it was, it felt awesome. And it wasn't something you had planned. Nope. You were sitting there being an usher. Yep. And just said, Boom! Today's it was it. There it is. Hit me over the head, and it was. Do you do like that two by four? Does he use green treated or or yellow? It's got a couple dents in it now. You you recognize? But you got hair. You got hair, so yours are hidden. My dents, you can see. You know, I think that one of the themes that I'm hearing about your story is truly obedience, and that stepping out in faith, not knowing what the next step is necessarily going to be, which is really hard. Extremely, extremely hard to do, but yet. Has that been a good good way to walk? Absolutely. I, w- I, I trust in him, hands down. There's no question. Mm. You know, you guys have also learned something about how God cares about the details. Sherry, tell mm. us about that. Yeah. Um, just with how busy we were in those years of building our business and the girls being young and very, very active, um, Mark had a couple of sick parents for 25 years that we dealt with. Mm. We took care of them a lot. And uh, God, God was so faithful with um, when I opened my Bible, it would be the right verse that mm. I needed that day. And it would be the right um, song on KTIS that I would hear, which is our Christian radio station mm-hmm. here. Um, it would be the right message that I would hear maybe from Chuck Swindoll or Focus on the Family and the right book would show up or the right message at church. And it's like, God cared about my details. He cared mm-hmm. about, you know what, right now, here's an extra half hour. Go spend that in in time with him or with my girls in the word where we could just pray for dad and knowing he was going to have a hard day. Mm-hmm. And God just cared about everything. Me getting my book work done on time. My parents being able to take my kids for the weekend because I worked full time also in there. And, uh, they would take my girls for a weekend once a month, and that's when I get caught up on my book work and mail out all the checks and send out all the statements for yeah. people to pay us. And, yeah, it was just how God provided every little detail of our business and our family life. Yeah, I mean, we were so stressed. There, was, there wasn't any room for error. And with everything we had going, the potential for that to happen was fairly large, mm-hmm. and yet it never did. Mm-hmm. You know, it's power of prayer. Yeah, we're talking with Mark and Sherry Spatenka right here in Owatonna, Minnesota, at courtesy of Drees and Water. Right here, we're sitting around their Culligan, their Culligan Walnut Conference table. It's, <laughs> it's probably not walnut, but it's a nice, beautiful, dark table. 
You mentioned, Mark, off the air that through all this, God also not only sustained your marriage, but your mar- is your marriage better today than it was five years ago? Oh, absolutely. Um, coming from a mechanical side of things, you know, my dad taught me early on maintenance. Maintenance is everything. Mm-hmm. You maintain your car, you maintain your house. Um, you have to work, you know, to keep things running smoothly and working, you know, maintaining and working on your marriage is huge. And also, you know, maintaining your relationship with Christ is huge. Um, that's, that's probably the most important for sure because, um, grow with that and maintain work on that every day a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, pretty soon it's just second nature like it should be. And I've learned that. I mean, our marriage is, is extremely better than where we started, but, we, you know, we worked on it. Mm-hmm. Right. And, you know, I love that analogy because I think a lot of people can relate to that. You know, they go, yes, my car needs an oil change. My car mm-hmm. needs new tires. And, um, you know, we, we your understand. Your car needs a car wash after these last 2,500 miles. <laughs> it does, but it's your car, too. Yeah. We will get that wash probably in the next day or so because I, I know you well enough. So, um, But um, it's that's such a great analogy because marriage does take maintenance. Our relationship with the Lord, all relationships take mm-hmm. maintaining those relationships. And so uh, you've seen firsthand the benefit of doing that. and Absolutely. And, and, um, increasing it as well. So thank you for that challenge. Sherry, as you, here's something, as Martha and I talk with couples all across the country, we, I understand that women tend to hear the voice of God more clearly and sooner than the typical man. I don't know what it is, but as men, I think it's because we segment our lives so much. But so as you look at, okay, what's ahead? You know, you're still, are you still wrapping up the sale of everything or is it all done? I mean, is it all done, wrapped up with a bow and everything? The sale, everything's done. Yep. Now I'm just finishing up, you know, paying off the last couple of bills that have come flying through at the end of the. Sure. Closing the books. What do you think? Mm -hmm. What do you, what are you hearing God say about next steps? Well, you know what? He really has not said all. The only thing he keeps telling me is every time Mark talks about looking for work or should he go talk to this person who's contacted him? I'm like, you need to wait. God wants you to wait. He was talking about going the end of July. I'm like, mm, I think you should wait for Labor Day. And now I'm feeling like oh, maybe it's the first of the year. I don't know. But I really feel like he needs to wait and not jump is what how I feel that's going. Now, Mark, it's hard to wait. <laughs> Especially how? when you've been working 12 and 14 hour days. Yeah. I mean, let's put that into perspective. It, you know, um, a sudden halt. A very abrupt change, um, and it is um, it is actually harder than I thought it would be to go from wide open to zero. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, now I am I'm going to wait because I know there's something there. Just like Sherry mentioned, there's something looming. Um, I can't wait forever, of course, but um, at, at the same time, I'm at peace with waiting. I don't I'm not worried. Um, there, yeah, I'm 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 ready to wait. I'm I'm not gonna wait. You know, oh. I don't know if I can make the first of the year, but I might be able to make. You're gonna uh, pray about that, though, yeah. right? Okay, what does I'll, God want? You need to wait until He's ready. Yeah. It's a tough one, but in the meantime, there's things you could be doing. I mean, you're yeah. gonna read halftime. Yeah. There's some other, you know, identity and destiny, maybe one of those things, but. Just seeking, what does the Lord have for you? That's a quiet time thing. There's probably things around the house that because you've been working oh forever. That, I mean, so she got a to-do list for you, right, Sherry? <laughs> I do. Well, there you go. You're not going to be bored. No, you got all kinds of no, stuff to do. Um, and I have been. I've stayed busy catching up on stuff that I've 
neglected for quite some time. And you, what about your girls? Are they married now? Or are they still single? Where? One's married, and the other one's uh, in college in uh, Colorado. Well, so you could drive out to Colorado and take her out for dinner. You got some of that flexibility <laughs> time. You could do some things that you never got to do when they were in high school. Mark and Sherry Spatenka, it's been fun. Mm-hmm. Thanks for sharing your yep. story. Thanks for just being vulnerable and letting everybody just hear how God's working. We can't can't wait to hear the next steps in the story. But thank mm-hmm. you, Mark and Sherry. Thanks for you having bet. us on. Thanks for having us. Martha, always fun hearing how God's working in people's lives yes. and the intimate details of their lives. It's always great. It is, and the fact that it's it's real, you can attest to it because it's your testimony. Mm-hmm. That's right. Don't forget to call in about the ARC tickets, 866-713-9675. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I, I work, work for, for him. him.